Sup, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship together with God. Because even when we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Tony and Phoebe. Yesterday, we read the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, and we faced this dichotomy of between the perfect kingdom that is to come and this imperfect, broken world that we live in today. Matthew 5 through 7 is typically known as the Sermon on the Mount, which is because it's a sermon on a mount. And we're focusing specifically on the part that people refer to as the Beatitudes, which is the first part of chapter 5. Today, we're looking at the, the background behind the whole Sermon on the Mount, such as where it was preached, what it's all about, and then even what in the world a Beatitude is. And so, Phoebe, would you start us off with where was this happening? So to catch you up a little bit, Jesus has already been baptized, which we had a podcast week on that. And he has already been tempted in the wilderness, which we've talked about that already in a podcast. And he's already started his ministry of healing the sick. And when we read that, Jesus goes up to a mountain to preach the sermon. Hence, like Tony said, sermon on the mount. I want you to imagine this. We're sitting on a really big hill with very few trees and it's really hot and we're looking over a lake and we are sitting on a decline so that we can see Jesus and hear him. Crowds and crowds of people would have been sitting there listening to Jesus preach these words to them and it would have shaken them to their core what he was saying. So Phoebe, that's where it took place. Now, what about the the main point of the sermon. Could you give us the spiel of chapters five through seven? Yeah, the main point of the Sermon on the Mount, chapters five through seven, is that Jesus is more concerned with the heart, with your heart. That his kingdom is not merely concerned with doing good things for other people or being a kind person, but that God actually hates the sin that lives in our heart the things that erode away our relationships and the things that make us who we truly are at our core. That to bring about true kingdom justice, it actually begins in your own heart. In a world that tells us to settle for loving those who love us, for matching the punishment for the crime, and for valuing ourselves first and foremost above others, Jesus actually tells us that his kingdom looks like not just loving, but even praying for our enemies. It looks like going above and beyond with responding to brokenness with radical generosity. And it looks like actually prioritizing others before yourself. God tells us that because he dwells in you, you have the authority to bring about kingdom-like justice. I can imagine sitting there and hearing that sermon would have been very convicting, uh, primarily because I read it and it's convicting for me. And so, Phoebe, what about the beginning, the talk, calling it the Beatitudes? Could you help us understand what's going on there? Yeah, he begins with this, these 12 verses that are called now, we call them the Beatitudes, and that's because it's a list of eight blessings. Um, And the name Beatitude comes from the word blessedness in Latin, which is Beatitudo. And so it actually doesn't mean that the Beatitudes aren't something, a, a a way to be in a certain attitude. It's actually not, these are not attitudes that you should be, because that roots itself in my own ability and effort to become these things. That's not what Jesus is getting at here. I could actually never achieve or reach any of these things on my own. That 
that, that this has to actually some come from something that the King Jesus is giving to us. These aren't if then statements. These are the Beatitudes are actually since then, since you are blessed, then these things will be true about you. And we sit in this dichotomy of two realities, right? That blessed are already are, are those who believe in God, but we are yet broken in a hurting world. Blessed already and yet persecuted for our faith. Blessed already, but sin in this world still runs rampant. Tomorrow we're going to continue this train of thought as we look at the main point behind just the Beatitudes. And remember, we have a secret word. Ooh, and it's being revealed right now. That secret word is groovy. And so if you come and tell Tony and I on Wednesday, you'll get a special treat. Wait, gravy? No, it's groovy. Groovy. <laughs> Remember, let's be real with one another and before God as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care. Stay groovy. Groovy.